You're listening to Door and Window Discussions, the official podcast of Door and Window Market Magazine, where each month we open new insights into the industry's latest news and host discussions with some of its most interesting people. DWM is the only business-to-business publication that's devoted exclusively to coverage of the full door and window industries, with a circulation that's audited by BPA Worldwide. And now, let's talk doors and windows. Thanks, Chris. I'm Drew Vass, editor of DWM Magazine, and I'm here with my co-host, Tara Tafra, DWM's publisher and editorial director. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're talking to Philip Girard. As many of you know, Philip is the current CEO and president of DeKunik North America. And I say current because he's scheduled to retire. That's right. His last day is July 1st. And that's after 20 years with the company, right? 20 years. I've known Philip a long time, since he started, really. Um, and he tells me that while he looks forward to enjoying retirement in Colorado with his wife and spending time with his father, his siblings, and all of his family in Belgium, he has no plans for disappearing. Well, he can't, right? Because he's been appointed as chairman of the board for DeKunik North America. He has. And Francis Van Ecoat, chief executive officer of DeKunik Group, the parent company of DeKunik North America, said a global search for his replacement has concluded and a formal announcement will be made as soon as possible. I guess we'll find out soon, but maybe he's willing to share that info today. Maybe. We'll see. And on that note, let's bring him on. Philip, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We're so glad to have you here. I know when you announced your retirement, um, you and I talked on the phone and you sounded so excited um, about your upcoming retirement, Um, but you were happy to tell me that you still will stay involved as chairperson of the board. Um, But tell us, what will you miss the most on a daily basis? Yeah, a lot of stuff I can tell you. So, but I would say definitely the people side the interactions with people. Um, I kn- I've known the people here, the employee for 20 years. I've known customers for 20 years, the industry for 20 years. So uh, interacting on a daily basis with uh, people does, uh, will be what I miss the most. Yeah. Well, tell me about that because you and I talked before the announcement went out. And then once the announcement went out, did you hear from a lot of people, a lot of um, customers wishing you well? Oh, definitely. So uh, the last couple weeks, I can say we have been to a certain extent emotional because you relive uh, the 20 years and also the many uh, interactions and friend and there's a the customer meetings we had or trips we did mm-hmm. and a lot of the customers i can call my friends so uh it will not i keep on saying it i'm not saying goodbye but we'll see you yes yeah, definitely like that. um and i know i followed your progress at dekunik um and i know that you will definitely be a hard act to follow you put a lot of things into place there such as um, zero defects do you think these philosophies will transfer to your replacement? Well, that's a, a little bit the reason why I, wa- I wanted to stay on as chairman of the board. Um, I want to a certain extent that my legacy will continue. And there's a couple of things which, uh, in my opinion, is very important uh, to continue. It may have another accent for sure, but uh, <laughs> that uh, the umbrella still stays. And that, first of all, 
we have a plan, we have a vision, and I want that to continue. And that's based on what we always called our three pillars of uh, innovation, design, and sustainability. That uh, I hope will continue. You know that uh, customers are important to, to us. We listen to the voice of the customers. We have our customer council meeting twice a year. So I want that to continue because it's uh, the customers in the end define how successful we are. And we want to make sure that we help them help us. So uh, the customer interaction or, or there's an interface and listen to the voice of the customer will remain very important. Then, of course, my uh, legacy is also a little bit dream, believe, achieve. So we, I always say you have to dream it first. Uh, then you can start believing it. And then in the end, you can achieve it. So uh, to be honest, I always dreamt of uh, moving to Colorado. Now it is. So uh, now I can start achieving in that and, and that goal that I had 20 years ago. And it sounds like you... Part of your legacy includes leaving behind plans, you know, the structure that you created for the, the company. Or is it more your philosophy to let the next person have a fresh take on things? Let's put it that way. We have our plan in place and we have a, a, a structure that we use and a process we use that people are used to. So uh, we have our three, five-year plan. Uh, we know what is important. Uh, for this company, uh, of course, it's always possible for the new, the, my successor to to bring new things to the table. I just hope that uh, we don't start over from scratch because uh, a lot of things are in place. One thing, for instance, is our decision matrix, or uh, which we call our KRAs, key result. There is people, quality, service, and cost. So people first, safety, training hiring the right people, making sure that they make a quality product, service the customer, deliver at uh, zero back orders, and if those three things are done properly, I can guarantee you the costs are low and the profits are high. So that has been our philosophy from an operational point of view, and uh, which maintains. So our key objectives is very simple. It's four zeros, zero, 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 zero. That is zero incidents, zero unwanted turnover, zero defects, and zero backwards. And if we do that, I can guarantee you, you will be successful. You know, Philip, one thing I wanted to ask you, is there anything about retiring at this particular time? And of course, by that, I mean, amid COVID-19 or in its economic impacts. Is there anything about that that's hard or that feels difficult to you timing-wise? This nine months ago when I decided to retire in uh, in the, this, as of July 1st, my last couple of months look a little bit different. So uh, first of all, it would have been that uh, my successor would have been already on board, but uh, because of uh, COVID-19 that has been delayed. Uh, actually, I was in a meeting earlier with him. He's here in Monroe right now. Um so I was planning the last couple of months to travel a lot to customers to personally say kind of uh, goodbyes and uh, and enjoy the past again and, and looking forward to the future. So um, that didn't happen. So uh, the good thing is that's still to come, but it may be in 22. So from that point of view, I, I must admit, COVID-19 did put a little bit of wrench in the, in the whole planning 
but uh, it is what it is and I still have it, it's still to come. Well, I did want to ask you about your successor. I know it hasn't been announced yet. Um, I feel like you just gave us a couple hints. You mentioned an accent maybe. You mentioned they're in Monroe now. Very um, perceptive, Tara. I am so perceptive. <laughs> so um, do you know? So I, I'm sure you know. So when will that announcement take place? That will be, that announcement will happen very quickly. And I hope uh, maybe next week, there's a, I hope that we can final, there's a, make the final announcement. Okay. So uh, it's very exciting times for the kerning for the industry, and it will be uh, it will be a good move. So tell me, since obviously you know who the person is, do you can you just give us a hint? Like, do you have similar or different management styles? Uh, certain things will be the same. Well, because he, I can say he's been probably Belgian. So, um, but uh, living in the U.S., so uh, but he has a different background. So uh, mm -hmm. certain things will be similar, certain things will be different. So uh, he will complement be complementary to what was my probably weakness. So uh, it can only get better. Okay, we're scratching so what... names. We're scratching names off the list here, and we're almost exactly. there. Exactly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll stop with that because I could, you know, the journalist and me could just go on forever on that. We'll just wait for that announcement. <laughs> Um, okay, you will be the first to know. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Counting on that. Um, so tell us what your role will be when you um, move over to chairman of the board. Um, just tell us what type of involvement you will have. It's the chairman of the board, so that means definitely I will be involved or continue to be involved, not, on, not in the day-to-day, -day, but more in the, the vision, the strategies, the future of this company. There's a, of the Koenig North America, really we focus on what I enjoy very much. So making sure that uh, the needs of the customers are met, making sure that we continue to grow, uh, maybe think of uh, M&A or if there are opportunities. Uh, so really uh, making sure that the basics are met so that we can focus on what's really important for the future of this company. Uh, be a soundboard and a coach for uh, my current team and, and also hopefully for my successor. Philip, it's time for a cliche question, but we have to do it. And actually we're very, I'm interested to know uh, personally. So looking back over your career, what accomplishment are you most proud of? That's a good question. Um, I would say building a team which looks forward all the time and making and making sure that the that the whole organization is customer oriented. We used to be quite very much operations oriented, and I think we have shifted that to customer orientation and creating a team which really can move mountains. Wow! Yeah, that's that's great. What an accomplishment there. Um, do you, is there anything that you really wanted to, um, get done and you didn't, and that it still kind of nags at you? Like, oh, I wish I got to that. I would have grew, uh, wanted to be bigger <laughs> by now, <laughs> but then, uh, always something happens, but due to the fact that I can still realize it while being, uh, 
chairman of the board. So uh, it's not the end. It's uh, and to a certain extent, it's still the beginning of something new, something uh, even for the Koenig North America. Uh, I will be able to spend more time on the, the future, on the vision, and that's exciting. So another question that every person has to answer when they're entering retirement and, you know, then you'll have to answer thereafter, what are you doing with yourself these days many times over? But um, what do you plan to do with yourself in retirement? I mean, you're such you're a young man and have a lot of energy. What are you going to do with it? Uh, that's a good question. But uh, yeah, we have a. Uh... Years ago, just as a story, years ago, when we were talking kind of uh, uh, retirement, my, my wife said, what are you going to do? You're so energetic. You're always busy. And she had a conversation with her mom, and they came up with 35 things to do. So at that time, I said, wow. maybe I better work a little longer. But uh, all kidding <laughs> aside, so um, <laughs> there's four things, really. First of all, I like the outdoors, so uh, we like to hike, to kayak, to bike uh, in wintertime, to ski, snowshoes. So there's a lot of things to do to be done in, in Colorado. So outdoors will be important. Uh, second, uh, I would like to spend, uh, we would like to go to Belgium a couple times a year, twice probably. Uh, spend more time with the family. Uh, all our family is still in Belgium, there's, uh, except for the kids. But uh so my dad uh, turned 90, so uh, it's time to spend more time with him as well. My in-laws are in their mid-80s. My siblings are in their 60s as well. So spend more time with them while we can. Uh, third is give back to society. So uh, I, have had, uh, I have gotten so much from society, being involved in things, but I would like to give back more. I know there is also in the town we are going, Habitat for Humanity, which uh, we are involved with here in Ohio. I would like to do something more uh, there in, in Colorado. And we always have been very much involved with the church. So that will happen also over there. And then fourth is, yeah, chairman of the board. So uh, there will still be, I will be back, for instance, in Monroe for at least a week in, in September. So now that uh, Glassville is uh, canceled, I was planning to go to Glassville to celebrate with the customers. So that uh, has been now delayed until 22. But uh, so these are the four, the four buckets. Uh, how I will fill my time uh, this, uh, in Colorado in retirement. Well, it's a good thing you have all that energy, but I love the sound of it for sure. Um, <laughs> If you could go ahead and build a really nice guest suite, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> you know, we we talked about. Well, uh, to be honest, to be honest, with all the customers I know and all the people I know, I'm already fully booked until July 22. So, oh, wow. my goodness. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, my goodness. we talked about. Um, what you're going to miss in terms of the company and, and uh, people, but what's the one thing you're going to miss most when it comes to the industry in general? And I want to say, don't say Tara. <laughs> so let me take that uh, out away. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, well, it's a small industry, as everybody knows. Once you're in the industry, you never leave it because everybody is so tied with the industry 
So you know your customers, but also you know your suppliers and your competitors very well. So I, I believe I had a great relationship also with our competitors out there. And I must say glass built for us was always the accumulation of, of a great year. We had always a great booth, a great uh, uh, hospitality event where we really said thank you to our customers. Thank you to our partners because they make it happen every day. And they make us successful. So uh, I will miss Glassville. And I know I'm already uh, invited for next year. So I definitely will be present next year. Very Great. Well, well, we will obviously look forward to seeing you there next year. And we're so sad to say that that's all the time we have today. But we want to thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's been such a pleasure working and talking with you all of these years. But we know you aren't going anywhere. So until next time. Um, didn't I hear something? Didn't you tell me you're having a big retirement party next year? So we'll just wait for our invite. Oh, yes. That will be big. <laughs> yeah. It will be big. So uh, I always say it's important to have fun every day. The moment you don't have fun, it has no meaning anymore. But we had fun every day. And whatever we did with customers, with uh, people like you guys, uh, with everybody. So And that really kept me going. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoy your retirement. I, I know you will and your time with your family, especially, and while remaining plugged into the company and the industry. Okay, thank you. And I can give you an update uh, a year from now on how things are going. And maybe you can talk to my wife if that works for her as well. Oh, we look forward to it. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back next month with another episode. Until next time, take care and stay safe.